Hello and welcome to The Catalyst. I'm your host, Kanchi Thiel, the founder of Inca Projects. Our mission is to be the catalyst for conversations and businesses that are purpose-driven and stand true to their values. In this podcast, we will speak with experts, change makers and leaders to talk about what the future of business ecosystems looks like. We will talk to those that intend to challenge the status quo and change the way the world at large functions. We hope our discussions and stories inspire you and make you think about how you can create positive change in your life. Today, I'm speaking with Namrata Bhudraja, who's the co-founder of Shift Eco, UAE's first online shopping platform for eco-friendly products. Prior to starting Shift Eco, Namrata was an HR consultant with over 12 years of experience in leading large-scale talent projects across the Middle East. Namrata has an MBA from HEC Paris and a degree in economic and mathematics. Hi, Namrata. How are you? Hi, Kanchi. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that you're part of the first season of The Catalyst. (laughs) I'm really glad to be part of it. And I was seeing some of the previous episodes and yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, I feel like we've sort of led parallel lives, at least when I you know, education and careers are concerned. We, of course, both of us went to school together. Then you went off to college in Delhi. I went to Bombay. After that, around the same time, we both earned our master's overseas. Then we worked for, I think, roughly the same number of years. Yes, Uh, it's actually true. (laughs) Now now that you say it, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, you you went to Singapore, I went to Dubai. And then suddenly both of us left our jobs and started out. So, yeah, it is quite similar. Yeah. Um, okay, so on that note, uh, I'd love to know more about Shift Eco. How did it come about and what motivated you to start this platform? Right. So so for me, Kanchi, I've always been really entrepreneurial. I come from mm-hmm. an entrepreneurial family. Um, I always knew I wanted to do something of my own. And in fact, I had started my first company back in 2008. Uh, about youth, youth employability is what we had targeted. But you know, it didn't quite work out in the next two, three years. We kind of had to shut shop and I decided to go pursue my um, education and my MBA yeah. at HEC Paris. Um, after HEC Paris, I went on to become becoming a consultant mm-hmm. and I was heading a consulting team in Dubai. And one of the largest pro- projects that I did was in Saudi Arabia, where mm-hmm. I was working with the government. And we were launching a program that introduced students to nine key aspects of sustainability. Okay. So things like uh, cutting food waste, environment and climate change. And uh, the whole aim of this program was to have different phases to introduce these topics to students. So for example, when they are in class five, you do a workshop to introduce the concept to them. When they are in class six, they then go on to doing a volunteering activity so that they see Mm -hmm. it uh, live. And then as a third step, they get the opportunity to either intern in companies that are doing work in the space. And in parallel, they get the opportunity to do a social entrepreneurship program. Yeah, so start them young. Exactly. Start them young, have behavioral change early. Mm -hmm. And it was a nationwide project. And Saudi Arabia is a really big country, right? So uh, we were working with public schools. And it was, Mm -hmm. frankly, one of my favorite projects because 
just the sheer like scale of it and the positive impact the project had really was really made me pick to be honest mm-hmm. and um and i had decided early on that i wanted to move out of consulting and i decided to take some time off to figure what i wanted to do yeah. and then one fine day i i was walking i walked into a supermarket here in dubai and in the whole plethora of so much plastic i came across a bamboo toothbrush yeah and it looked so odd in that entire range of all of that <laughs> single use plastic and i yeah. said okay that's interesting um why don't i give it a shot like let me try it like let's try a bamboo toothbrush and right it was so easy it was so yeah. simple to make a shift from a plastic toothbrush to a bamboo toothbrush that i yeah. couldn't fathom why more people are not talking about it why more mm. people are not switching to better alternatives and um that kind of led me to say okay let's do a small research in the market mm-hmm. um so we did a quantitative and a qualitative research so a survey as well as some customer interviews to understand what is it that stops people from being mindful yeah and i think there were three things that really came up one was availability of products mm-hmm. so how do i know where to go to buy these products because yeah. there's just so many other mass produced products out there right yeah um the second was knowledge and information um which is like okay so a lot of brands say they are green but they're not really green and they just mm-hmm. price up and we can't understand why yeah and then the third aspect was price because oh, yeah. everyone's like sustainability is a rich man's problem <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm literally quoting a lot of people who said that in our I'm interviews sure. yeah. where they're like that's a rich man's problem we're looking yeah. at the cheapest option we get because we're on a budget mm-hmm. and that's what it is and i think that's where kind of shifty co was born um i decided to partner up with my co-founder sukriti mm-hmm. and she comes from a brand building black uh, background and she said okay let's get started and she wanted to build a brand that's approachable that's you know um that's attractive enough for people to shift to an eco friendly sort of a lifestyle uh i would imagine price to be a big factor like i yeah. can imagine that yeah same with sort of organic products right organic uh, food when people say that's a rich man's problem yeah, or, yeah. i would imagine the same analogy here Yeah. Yeah. So I mean you you're talking about a very interesting point about organic food because um we talk we do a lot of events mm-hmm. uh with us where we talk to a lot of sustainability uh you know specialists here in the UAE and one key topic for us is organic food mm-hmm. because a lot of us assume organic food is amazing and it's great but yeah. you know here in the UAE everything is imported. So all this organic food is wrapped in plastic. flown from across the world which means mm-hmm. it loses all its you know all yes. its nutritional content gets lost yeah. and yet yeah. people are buying it at yeah. a high price just because it's labeled organic so yeah. the consumer education piece is so important in this mm-hmm. space because i've realized consumers go with buzzwords and they yeah. just assume organic is better but that's not always the case 
Yeah, and it's not even sustainable then if it's flown across the world. Absolutely, the <laughs> carbon footprint is so exactly. high. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I I completely agree. That's true. So, uh, talking about sustainability, um, so eco friendly and sustainability are often used interchangeably. Yeah. What What is the difference between the two? Okay, so eco friendly it literally means earth friendly, something that doesn't harm the environment. So it's mm-hmm. a much broader term. It could be a product, it could be an action, it could be a practice that basically doesn't harm and has the lowest negative Im- impact for the environment. Okay. Whereas sustainability, as the word su- the word sustain, is about mm-hmm. keeping something at a certain level, right? So yeah. sustainability is more about managing resources and avoiding the depletion of Earth's resources. So the okay. bigger... Eco-friendly is more all-consuming, consu- where mm-hmm. sustainability is more about um, a resource sort of an approach. Okay. So sustainability could be um, a think of composting. Right. Right. Composting is is falls under sustainability, but it's also eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. But say, for example, uh, a bamboo toothbrush is still an eco-friendly product and not a sustainable product Mm. because bamboo toothbrush is still using uh, the resources, right? We're still using bamboo. We're still making the bristles out of, uh, you know, whatever we're making them from. Um, Mm. So it is still an eco-friendly product, but Mm -hmm. maybe not a sustainable product. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you mentioned this earlier as well, and I've seen a lot of brands, especially fast fashion brands, uh, using sustainability as yeah. a concept. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of brands use it to greenwash yeah. consumers. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? So, I, I, I mean, that's the problem with the space right yeah. now. Um, people use eco-friendly as a buzzword. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of brands use it in the way to mark up or to show how they are linked with the SDGs. Um, Mm. So it is, so my entire approach to greenwashing is education. Mm. You need to have a lot more of these conversations, telling people what to look out for. So for example, if a fast fashion brand is labeling something as eco-friendly, how is it eco-friendly? So you have to ask the right questions. And I think as consumers, it's our responsibility to dig a little deeper. Yeah. And I understand that sometimes as consumers, everyone doesn't have the time. Mm -hmm. They don't have the motivation to actually dig deeper. And that's where organizations like Shift Eco and a lot of other organizations in the space, uh, I believe there's Brown Living in India. Mm -hmm. um, It becomes their responsibility to tell consumers over what the different elements are. Yeah. So it's it's about making these brands and companies more accountable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And... And there's a lot happening in Europe about it, right? They're coming yeah. up with a way of... Um, so, I, I mean, I was speaking with a company based in uh, the Netherlands, which is launching a way of actually looking at the products from a five-step approach uh, and giving it a score. Mm. And saying, okay, in the different elements of sustainability, how do your products... Because it's, so, it's a very complex um, sort of... Um, uh, you know, uh, the, to assess, us, yeah, it's it's a, it's a complex uh, concept. So yeah. you need to think of lots of different aspects, like what is the impact that this has on the climate? Uh, what is the circularity of products? 
how are mm-hmm. you minimizing waste or uh, how are you positively impacting livelihoods and well-being yeah right mm-hmm. so many different things that you have to think about uh, when you think of being eco-friendly and sustainable yeah a lot of beauty brands i think uh, i i don't know if vegan brands will come into this space but a lot of beauty brands are uh, really shouting from the rooftops about yeah this. yeah i i don't know how eco-friendly or sustainable they are but that's definitely the road yeah. that they are taking No, you're right. So I think with vegan, they play the cruelty-free thing. So they're yeah. trying to encourage um, to stop testing, and there are a lot of brands doing really interesting work in this space. Um, mm-hmm. I think special shout out from my side would be to Lush. The whole yes. concept is beautiful, and they've been doing it for years, even yeah. when it was not trendy. And that's what I love about them. Yeah, and they mean what they say. Like recently, yeah. they they sort of went quiet on social media too. Yeah, uh, and they—I mean—they are such a big brand that they can afford to do that. But every step counts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just the fact so, that it's package-free, right? Yeah. You buy from Lush, yeah. everything is package-free. Uh, yeah. sure. Like there would be some aspects that need to be getting looked into, but you know what you need to understand is, Kanchi, like people are always looking for perfection in sustainable living, and I always mm-hmm. say that. <clears throat> the idea is perfection is very hard to achieve but you need mm-hmm. to do the basics right true because as consumers it's also really overwhelming right like yeah. and i think that's why for for us at shifty go we always say make small shifts mm-hmm. and this these small shifts have a big impact because yeah. you can't overwhelm people by saying change your entire life around true. Uh, because now you need to start caring about the earth it's yeah. not going to happen it's not realistic even between you and me we won't be able to do it yeah true and i true. think that's okay right and and i think that's where we are changing the conversation because the conversation has always been hey i want to be zero waste now zero waste mm. is it's tough it is <laughs> and as people who want to move towards you know kind of this sort of a lifestyle it's overwhelming yeah. and scary yeah Yeah, I um, so we kind of want to change that, and in fact, I've had such interesting talks with some people here, and they're like, "Oh, why just change some things? Change everything?" I said, "But everyone, <laughs> everyone doesn't have the appetite for that." Yes, yes, and we are we are still living in uh, the real world, like in a society that's not evolved to that level yet. Yeah. We hope it will one day. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, and yeah. that's really our thought process yeah. about building that conversation, saying, "Okay, just." do one thing change yeah. that around make that a habit then change another thing and it's okay don't be perfect and that's fine and the same goes for brands as well so how can we make small shifts on a daily basis that can result in a big you know having a big impact yeah that that's a, that's a great question and uh, so we've launched a brand called rethink and what we're doing with that is really simple stuff so it's not rocket science it's like saying how do we replace single use plastic and build a range of reusable products that are really you know easy to carry around hmm. so a really easy switch would be is say no to a plastic water bottle yeah make sure you carry your reusable bottle and you fill the bottle whenever you are thirsty um i mean in dubai they've now just uh, last week announced an initiative called dubai can and they have water stations across the city so if you carry a reusable bottle you simply fill it and on the go you don't you don't need to buy a yeah. plastic bottle and i think something that a lot of people don't know plastic water bottles are not just bad for the environment but they're also bad for your health yeah. 
the plastic kind of the microplastics leach into the water um i mean you're in delhi and delhi is pretty hot too and as is dubai and with the heat it actually yeah. is really really bad for you yeah um so i think a plastic bottle is a really important one um do simple things like uh try to opt for uh you know a uh, local produce it doesn't have to be organic buy local so a lot of the conversation now that we have uh whenever we are conducting sessions is that um a local fresh farm to table produce may actually be better than organic produce completely agree <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. so basic like think about it guys yeah. like it's yeah. probably even cheaper than right then the whole conversation about price is yeah. also tackled in a sense yeah it's cheaper it it tastes better it probably helps not it probably definitely helps the the farmers <laughs> yeah. you know in your local area the producers so yeah Definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, then other small things, right? Like, I I know I say it too often, but shift to a bamboo toothbrush. It's really yeah. really simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that expensive either. Like, yeah. it's really simple. So, like, a simple thing like that. And I th- and then I would say you could carry a uh, say no to a straw. You know, yeah. like why do you need a straw? No. <laughs> and i mean like when you start thinking about such basic things yes. and you start changing just these small things it's not rocket science it's not yeah. a big deal you just need to be a little bit more conscious is all yeah so make conscious choices yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like never am at a restaurant and someone offers me a straw and they say oh it's not a plastic straw it's a you know it's um it's a paper. paper straw or it's a compostable straw i said but i don't need it true you know like i don't need it because understand that even if it's a paper straw or a compostable straw it's another thing that you're just going to use literally mm-hmm. for like that half an hour yeah and it's going to go into the bin yeah now shifting gears a bit yeah uh what is the biggest lesson that the pandemic has taught you <laughs> Oh wow that's a really big <laughs> one. <laughs> um well besides um so I'll talk about it from a business perspective. Sure. Um yeah. um we started mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh we launched Shiftico in October 2020. Yeah. Um and I think one of my biggest lessons um as a young bootstrap startup is mm-hmm. um you know keep your business agile because if you put too much money in fixed costs mm-hmm. it may, becomes very difficult for you to pivot and as a young company there are a lot of times that you need to pivot and change things yeah. around and we've realized on our journey for the last year and a half like sukriti and i have pivoted our thought processes so much um and if you invest too much early on and you so for example if we had decided that we only want to do a aggregator model platform Yeah. and we would have put everything into all our money into that it wouldn't have led us to launching our own private label um so i think the idea is to be agile and uh, to sort of change things around whenever possible so i mean the pandemic was unexpected <laughs> no one expected the world to come no. like closing down like that yeah to But a halt it did. it did it happened and yeah. it's still happening right Yes. Uh, we have no idea what's in store for us but um, and that's where this agility piece becomes very very important that is very important yeah uh, true you started in the middle of a pandemic i didn't realize that 
Yeah, that's why you know, a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, how did the pan- how did the pandemic impact this? Is I said, well, we started in the middle of the pandemic, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true, true. And I think the pandemic also has made us realize our surroundings, like uh, you yeah. know, has helped us to live more mindfully. Yeah, but you know, Kanchi, both it also increased the use of single use so dramatically. Yes, of course, the masks. Yeah, Yeah. I mean the masks and just using a reusable mask is so easy, but you no one wants to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that it's about the conversation around it, and the pandemic has done both. You're right; people are more aware. People now want to be more conscious about their choices, but it's also really increased single use plastic, and that's why. For us, that's how Rethink also came about. Because the mm. whole thing of Rethink is to fuel a reused revolution. So I actually, uh, I think the pandemic brought out our brand as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. So so what is next for Shift Eco? Uh, are you uh, obviously going to be expanding Rethink, I would yes. imagine. But yes. uh, Shift Eco as a platform? Yes. Well? So yeah. So Shiftico as a platform, we are going to operate in the UAE. Um, mm-hmm. Our focus for international expansion is through our brand Rethink. Um, yeah. So we aim to launch Rethink in uh, the region here, so Saudi, mm-hmm. Egypt, and then look at a market entry into India. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will buy the bamboo. <laughs> Oh, well, soon, I hope so. <laughs> soon. Uh, well, uh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, but uh, I want to summarize uh, our discussion for anybody sure. who wants to start making conscious consumption choices. Uh, and, you know, that, that doesn't know where to start. Yeah. Well, first of all, don't get overwhelmed. make make small shifts that you can manage uh even using uh you know a a reusable bottle versus a plastic bottle counts every little bit counts um do your research um and uh, start making brands accountable for what they are promising you uh, especially if they're promising you uh, the message of being green and uh, sustainable um and of course uh, if you're in UAE, go to shiftico.ae. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'll put the links in the subscription box. Uh, sorry, in the description box below. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much, Namrata. This was great. Of course, Kanji. Thank you. Thank you for this amazing podcast and all the best for your future episodes. Thank you. Bye, everyone. To our listeners, thank you for your ongoing support. Do subscribe and follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn and check out our website, incaprojects.com. If you would like to work with us, do leave us a message there. Once again, it's incaprojects.com. We will be back very soon with a new episode on your favorite podcast app. Have a wonderful day.